Good evening, everybody. I'm Jones Harwell, and this is Journeys with Jones Harwell. We are waiting on our guest of the evening to arrive, Dr. Tashika Green. Hopefully she will be joining us momentarily. And she is the founder of There Is A Season, Inc. Looking forward to talking to her this evening, an educator in the state of Maryland. And she has other adventures and endeavors that she's involved in. So really looking forward to having a conversation with her about building mad building, excuse me, building habits of the mind, maintaining consistent structures, and mindset, the growth of your mindset. How if you do not uh, find avenues and ways to keep your mind active in any endeavor that you are attempting to achieve, you can get stunted in that growth. So how do we grow the mindset? How do we change the mindset? I hope you all have been enjoying your Saturday it has been a beautiful Saturday here in the state of Maryland. The weather was nice today. I was able to get out this afternoon in between meetings and take a walk. So I was happy in that process because I got a little exercise and fresh air today. So I'm enjoying that as I continue to work on projects, writing projects and proposals and keeping myself busy on this Saturday, the 16th of January, 2021. So while we are waiting, um, normally on Saturdays, if you follow my platform, I talk about Saturday Spirits. To me, it is a day of what can I do to jumpstart my spirit? I know normally Friday is the end of the work week. Saturday, a lot of times, especially if you've grown up in a household like I did when I was growing up, our Saturdays were for cleaning before we could do anything else. We had to clean up. And growing up um, in my mom's household, there was music. In my grandparents' household, there was music. In my dad's household, there was music. So depending upon where I was on that particular day, I could be hearing anything from jazz to gospel to blues, to R&B, to pop, to big band music. I heard it all, heard it all, heard it all. And here we are, our guest of the hour. Let me bring her on. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are listening from, viewing us from. Hello, beautiful Dr. Tashika Green. How are you this evening? I'm well, um, Ms. Lisa. How are you today? I am doing just fine. Can you hear me? 
good? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you good. Thank you so oh, much for having I, me today. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm really looking to, forward to this conversation. Um, I, in my journey, and life is a journey, from the day you're born to the day God says, well done, come home. Uh, in my mid-40s, I decided to go back to school and get my undergraduate degree. And I kept it in my passion of what I love, which is communications. Mm -hmm. So I had inspired to be a aspired and inspired to be a journalist um, and write. So I kept that as my undergraduate. But towards the end of my undergraduate degree, a history teacher said to me something very profound. Have you ever thought about teaching? Okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> but then um, thinking about it and other visions and signs that uh, I got from God and, and, and like confirmations, I did go on to graduate school. Okay. and got a graduate degree in early childhood education, mm -hmm. early childhood studies. So I am really ready to talk to you uh, about some of the platforms and some of the things that you do as an educator and as someone who is interested and involved mm -hmm. in personal development, not mm -hmm. only from a childhood youth, but on up to an adult's. So before we get started, uh, please introduce yourself to the audience, give them a little bit of your background, and then we'll keep it rolling from there. Sounds good. And again, thank you, Lisa, um, for having me on your platform today to um, share out. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Dr. Tashika L. Green. I am the president, founder, and CEO of To Everything There Is A Season uh, within our um, company, we really help individuals and organizations to leverage their gifts, their passion, and their purpose so that they can maximize their greatest potential. So you did say that that could be as early as a child all the way up to an adult. And so what I have learned through all of the work that I have done, all of the you know skills and knowledge level experiences, as well as just life itself, that we really need to see people as people and see the gifts inside of them and their passion and their purpose and, and, and continue to encourage them and push them to be the best that they can be. And so that's what we do. We have different um, entities within the business. So we have um, to everything, there is a seasoned learning academy and consultant where we actually provide um, education consultant work to um, schools, organizations, individuals. We just actually had a show today called Reflect, Assess, and Adjust, where we're helping um, parents, helping educators to really focus on where we are now and what we can control and how we're going to make an influence with what we can control. Um, also, we have to everything. There's a season, season Depressy Offer Bulgen, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence. And so this is when we um, celebrate and honor the great things women are doing each and every day. And Depressy Offer Bulgen was my mom. And so a lot of the 
uh, work and the names that I have, I do it to honor her because she has left a legacy for me. And so we have so much more, but I'm excited to be here today and I'm ready to get started so that we can continue to, you know, help individuals, develop them and push them to be the best that they can be. Yes, indeed. And I had the opportunity to uh, be uh, attend your gala conference that you had. I believe it was the uh, end of November or December. Yes, it was November the 21st. Excellent. 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 Powerful, powerful, powerful. Um, At the end of our show, I'll have you uh, give some information. And I do want to say to every woman that is listening, the sound of our voice. If you do not have a circle like this, find one, invest in it, because I'm telling you that self-care that you get, that push that you get, that motivation that you get, the love that you feel is tremendous. So I wonder, and I thank you for that. Thank you so much. I bless you. You know, and I always say, you know, I, I never want anyone to feel the way I feel felt, let me put it that way, as a, as a woman. You know, we go through so many emotions as a, a woman itself, but then as a wife and then as a mother. And now, especially with, you know, I laugh, Lisa, because you were like, are you ready? And I transitioned from the talk show host to the cosmopologist to the chef and now back to being, you know, interviewed. So, you know, yes, I'm ready. You know, I had it all on schedule and everything. And, um, but it's like, you know, the things that I've experienced, the emotions I have felt, I never want anyone to ever feel that in any aspect. And so that's why I love so hard. I give so hard. I push hard. You know, if you give me an idea, you tell me your idea or have something and and say, hey, can you help? Before you even hang up the phone, I've already got some answers for you. So that's where I am. That's the heart that I have, the heart to just want to serve and do what's right, you know, and serve with, I would say, authenticity. Not when you just need me, but just all the time. Amen. 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 So let's talk about, um, because every piece of this intertwines and goes together. Let's talk about the growth of the mindset Mm -hmm. and how building those habits of the mind and maintaining some type of structure is important in development. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's funny that you said that because one thing we were talking about on the show today was developing habits of mind with children, right? Letting them be a part of the decision-making, letting them be a part of their goal setting, letting them, um, you know, share how they're feeling, right? So even with children, it's the same as adults. Whenever we say the word habits, the first thing our mind is always going to go to is the bad habit. As soon as we say the word habit, we go right to the negative, but there are some good habits that we need to develop as well. A habit is just something that you continue to repeat daily and it becomes a natural part of who you are. So when you think about development and the habit of mind, one thing that I think that will really help you to have to develop a habit of mind and change your mindset is to start affirming some things of yourself. I am a success. I am worthy. I am more than enough. I am going to achieve every goal that I set out for this year. I am, you know, walking in my best days. I am a light in darkness for somebody else. I am an answer. I am prosperous. That is one way to start to shift your mindset and develop a habit is to start speaking some things over yourself. 
What is it that you want to become and you want to desire? And how do you see yourself? If you see it in that aspect, you'll start talking it and walking in it. So, you know, when you think about the mindset, I start, I want to say, how do you see yourself becoming and how are you speaking that? And how are you doing that habitually? Every day, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I had um, it was an everything moments action board virtual party to shift people from the vision now to the goals, the plans, the target, your accountability partner, how to reflect and even these affirmations. And so with that being said, when we think about the habit of mind, the speaker there, she said this, Dr. Valika Moore, and she said it takes 21 days to form a habit. But yes. she said, science says that it takes 63 days for it to become a naturally a part of you. The concept that I gained for that is you really have to get to day 22. You don't have to get to day 20, 20, 21. You, you got to get to day 22. And the problem is most people don't even get to day six. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you know, we, you know, you can't give up. You have this. You have a, already a, a resilience inside of you. Leverage that. And walk in it and get to day 22. Because once you get to day 22, you've already formed that habit and you're ready to repeat that cycle again. And then you can, it becomes a natural part of who you are. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that I know my son, he gets frustrated with, he's a high school senior. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there are things that I will repeat over and over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. And he'll be mom, mom. And I just tell him, you know, when you leave me and you find yourself in a situation, mm-hmm. that bulb is going to go off because yeah. you heard it, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully you'll tune into it and use it to, you know, either pivot mm-hmm. if you need to, you know, go left or right instead of going straight. So you're right on that. And I like that analogy of not the 21 days. But the 22nd day, do it on the 22nd day, then there you go. Exactly. Exactly. And keep pushing till you get there. Don't stop at day five, day six. Don't even stop at day 20. Keep going. You know, keep going. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So um, one of the things um, as an educator, um, and I'm going to touch on this on this briefly, because we are talking about mindset. And specifically, I know here in our county, um, um, are you in PG County? No, I'm not in Prince George's. I actually, I do consultant work with schools throughout the state and other jurisdictions. You know, as for the state of Maryland, where we are right now, as far as our kids going back to school, um, Mm -hmm. some of the bigger counties. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that... uh, has been uh, a push. Um, I think I had this conversation, I think several years ago when I first went back to school uh, with my sister-in-law. She's a retired educator as well and uh, high school teacher. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the online environment, yeah. environment. And she was saying, no, I need the brick and mortar. I need the kids right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I Saying, you know, eventually we're going to go that direction. There's going to have to be more of a virtual realm where kids can be exposed to more. Um, even if we still have, and for those that are not familiar with the term brick and mortar, that's mm-hmm. the 
actual school institution itself that you're going into the building to get the education, to get the instruction. Um, but with all of us being virtual and some of us having the platforms already ready because they were using it, you know, for homework, now having it to be the full blown, what are some of the recommendations or suggestions um, or avenues you think that we still need to pursue to really get kids to stay engaged because we find them at different levels. Some of them are, are ready to learn. They don't care what mechanism you throw at them, they're going to learn. Mm -hmm. Some of them you have to meet them where they are. And then some of them you got to pull teeth to try to get them to the table or to mm -hmm. the the computer screen. So what are some of the things that you see that we can do um, as a community, as educators, as parents to help in this process? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I see to get kids engaged is to, we just talked about this, is how do we bring the children into the conversation and the decision-making process? When it comes to education and the children's learning, we have to, one, you already said it, we have to develop a habit of mind even with the children, but we also have to let them know the that they are the learner, right? So right. they're the learner. So as the learner, what is the learner saying about the learning? How are they taking ownership of the learning? How are they being responsible? So we need to gauge the students. And, you know, each jurisdiction, each jurisdiction when they went about of virtual learning, you know, they had surveys from the parents, you know, that surveys from the teachers, the community, things of that nature. Um, you know, some may have had student surveys input as well, but what are the conversations we're having with them as it relates to their learning? What is working well with your learning? What are some things to change to make you more engaged? I currently now, um, you know, just seeing how schools are trying to just get kids to log on because right. attendance is so low. They try so not a lot, not saying to complete the work, we can't even to get them to log on. And I keep um, encouraging schools, yes, we want to get those kids in the seats, you know, the virtual seats, but we don't want to lose the ones that's also showing up every day. And so when we look at our engagement, we have to look at why are the kids not logging on and how are we going to keep continue to keep the ones that show up every day? And so I would say make them a part of the conversation. Make them a part of the decision process, you know, and also we cannot function the way that we used to. So I heard you said that was your friend said that I need the children in front of me, the brick and mortar and things. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's not where we are right now. No. So because we're not there, we use this word pivot, but how are we going to pivot and how are we going to shift? But when I say pivot and shift, also say, how are we going to look at those practices that we used to do and make them relevant to where we are now? And so, you know, we have to look at all of those aspects when it comes to engaging the children, making sure that they're a part of the conversation, the decision making and looking at the practices that we have in place and adjusting them and shifting it so that it could be relevant and meaningful to where we are today. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much for that. Thank you so much to that. Now, I know you have another passion that's close to you besides kids. OK. <laughs> and that is women. Let's yes. talk about women of excellence and the walking in excellence. I know you are an author. You have a couple of bestsellers that you have done um, anthologies with. Let's mm -hmm. talk a little bit about those. 
Yes. So, um, yes, I, I, I love women. I just love women. I love to see women, you know, prosper. I love to see women be successful. I love to see women flourish. I love to see them in their happy place. It, it, it excites me, you know, and um, I just said this the other day um, to a, a, a gentleman I'm helping with their human resources office. And I say, you know, when you love what you do, it never feels like a day of work. And so, you know, just to say, I love what I do. I love to help. I love to serve. I love to love. <laughs> I <just laughs> love to love. And so women of virtue walking in excellence was birthed out of, um, you know, losing my mom in 2010. And so, you know, I saw the things that she had went through um, as a mother, as a wife. Also saw um, what she went through the last 30 days when she was here. Um, you know, had she developed some um, symptoms and mm -hmm. the symptoms actually, um, when they went to look to see exactly what was, you know, going on, she had an ulcer and then she had a bleeding ulcer. And then from the bleeding ulcer, when they tried to do some surgery, went inside and it was stage four cancer because it had metastasized to the liver all within 30 days. But again, I go back to say, I saw what my mother had went through, how she, you know, was everything to us, how she was truly that virtuous woman, um, yeah. Proverbs, you know, um, 31, 10 through 31. And so with that being said, um, you know, I wanted to really uh, walk in purpose um, as it relates to the work that I do um, and making sure that women first self-care, you know, I always say self-care plus self-love equals self-preservation. Take care of yourself because, you know, even the doctor said when you bleed, you're bleeding from somewhere. You need to find out where you're bleeding from. And so, so often with women, we just keep going and we keep going and we take care of the symptoms or we take care of the, the things, but we're not taking care of, and I use this, where we're bleeding from. And so, you know, there's things as women that we need to heal from that, you know, and, and let go of things we can't control and things that, you know, we can't change and let go of the pain that's hurting us. Right. And I also say with women of virtue that character built you, wisdom made you, um, courage shaped you and strength kept you. And so as a woman of virtue, you have built this inside of you to keep going, to keep you know doing the things that you're doing and to become who God is calling you to become. And so that's where women of virtue come, comes from. Um, and I, every day, you know, I, I just, however I can help a woman, love a woman, support a woman, celebrate, you know, and that's what I do because that's what we're here, here from. And you said it, um, Lisa, you know, get a, get a, get a support or, you know, get a, my, my, my um, first lady always says this lady, Nakia, get a tribe, get a tribe that can you surround you and not all the time telling you the things you want to hear. Get somebody that can tell you the thing that, that you find as a confidant that can tell you the thing you need to hear to make you better. Exactly. So that's what No, go ahead, please. I always think about my grandmothers, my paternal grandmother, and my uh, paternal grandmother, maternal and paternal grandmothers. These ladies were women of, of, of when they spoke, mm -hmm. you understood where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they did not do that self-care mm -hmm. that they needed to do. My uh, paternal grandmother, same way she came home from vacation, she complained her hip was hurting. Mm -hmm. By the time we got her to the doctor, she had stage four pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. She died six months to the day mm -hmm. she 
she was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Watch her go from a vibrant woman, a moving, a woman who was always on the go, right. always busy, to half a shell of what she was that she couldn't even speak at the end was painful. Mm-hmm. But what it did was it strengthened me to help be that rock at 26 mm-hmm. to move forward through a lot of things that I, I have gone through. My father, bless his heart, is still living, but he's gone through some medical crisis after medical crisis after medical crisis that strengthened me to be ready for, you mm-hmm. know, to have that armor. My uh, maternal grandmother knew she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Knew she had it, knew she had it for years, did not say anything so she knew that every one of her adult grown children were at a place that they were okay before she finally said, you know, this is what I have and told the doctors, I do not want any chemotherapy. I do not want any radiation. I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. And when she knew she was near her end, called her children together and said, I know you're okay now. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm home. And it's just, you know, I think her kids, you know, fought her on that. Mom, you mm-hmm. know, don't, you know, want this help to help you have the doctors to help you. But I think she had gotten to a place where she knew that her job was done. Mm-hmm. You have to respect that. But it is hard when it comes sudden, so sudden. Mm-hmm. And things that little things that we don't pay attention to or things, you know, that if you don't have the right doctor, mm-hmm. this is what I'm finding important because this happened to me. It took years of little things happening before I got the right doctor that put all the pieces together for mm-hmm. one problem that mm-hmm. I had been having for years. Mm-hmm. So it's important, ladies, as Dr. Green is saying, it is important that you take that time mm-hmm. for self-care. Yes. You want to be here for your family. You want to be here for your friends. Mm-hmm. You want to be here to, to continue on, to not miss anything. And I'm one, my mom said I used to be a little uh, nosy body as a little girl. Uh-huh. I was in my crib, you know, peeking out the window, looking at the neighbors because I didn't want to miss anything. Yes, yes. Yes. You no, know, you gotta do that. You gotta yes. be able to do that. Yes. And also, you know, when you think of self-care, I, I, I have learned that no is a complete sentence. And also, you know, to, to to let go and shed some of the things that is taking life out of you and not putting life into you. And and in the same Yes, to shed things, shed from things that are taking life out of you and not putting life into you. And so that is very important to ladies that we need to make sure and and check to see, is this giving me life or is it taken away? And so you really want to look at that because all of that is a a part of self-care, saying no and looking at what's going on around you. Mm I so appreciate the conversation. I could just go on and on and on and on because talking to you, you drop so many gems. Just snap, 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 snap. Listen, it's no good on my own. It's all through. It's all God. It's all God and wisdom. And 
You know, even today when I was reading Proverbs too about, you know, we want we want insight from God. There's things that's God commanding us for to get those insight. It's one to, you know, stand his word and to obey his command, you know. And so is there things that we have to do? So as we're taking care of ourselves and looking at that, we also need to look at some of those things that will give us the wisdom that we need to walk in virtue, you know? I mean, I was just I was just laughing a, a few minutes ago. I was talking to my friend and we, it was me, my friend and my husband on a Zoom. And I said, yeah, cause I was about to throw him away a couple months ago, <laughs> you know? We, you know, for real, like I was about to throw him away, but no, I'm gonna keep him and I told him to stick with me. Like I'm gonna keep him, like I'm doing him a favor, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said that to say it was wisdom. It was wisdom that sat back and said, you know, you know, wait on the Lord and be a good courage. It was a wisdom that says, you know, love is patient, love is kind. It was wisdom that made me 21 days reflect on myself and see what I was giving. And so, you know, that's wisdom because we have to be in a place where we can get the the insight that we need in order to walk in the direction that God is leading. And that's the only way to get it. So I go back to say, it's no good thing on my own. It's all God. <laughs> amen. 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 I have enjoyed the conversation. Please, please tell the audience where they can find you. If they're in need of just prayer, they want to uh, join your gala uh, sure. next year. Um I know you do the scholarship yearly through that. Yes, yes. Thank you, Lisa. So the benefit that we have because of the annual um, um, honors and, and gala is to, to provide a scholarship to a student in college. Um, and so, yes, definitely. If you want to reach me, um, I'm on all social media platforms, Tashika Green. And then our website is um, www the number two, the letter E, seasons.com. So again, social media, Tashika Green. And our website, www.2eseasons.com. And you could go there. That's like our main hub. And you could go there and it will take you to um, the Learning Academy website. It'll take you to even, I do a talk show every week uh, with the wonderful um, host, Jacqueline Griffin. Um, Moms, we see you. It'll take you to that site. It'll tell you about Women of Virtue. It'll tell you about my classes, my services, my products and everything. And so um, just go to that website and it'll lead you in the direction you need to go. And definitely contact us. We would love to um, stay connected with you. Wonderful, wonderful. And you mentioned you mentioned the uh, talk show. Yes. And I, I think I've scheduled some and something always comes up. It might, it might, and I can't get to it. And I'm saying I'm tabling out my time so I don't miss it. Talk about that briefly. Yeah. So, um, Jacqueline Griffin, I actually met her through Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence maybe about three years ago, and uh, she was honored. And, um, and, and, and we actually last year she had sent me a message and said, you know, hey, are you still doing your talk show? Because she actually has a nonprofit called Moms Motivating Moms. And she's the president of her son's nonprofit, the Robert G. Griffin III um, nonprofit organization. And so she, you know, we connected, we collaborated, and you know, we talked about where we are. And I always say in the words of my um, pastor, Bishop Donald Wright of the gathering, he says, I'm just talking to you and let talking to myself and letting you listen. And so I was like, you know, it's real over here, you know, just because I'm an educator and you know, I'm in a two-parent home and you know, have books and all talk show. It's real over here. A sister is praying through some challenges. And I always tell people, check on not just your strong friends, 
but your strong friends with daughters with strong personalities. Okay. So, right. so from those experiences <laughs> and then just from, you know, her love for motivating moms, we connected. We have this talk show every Sunday, two o'clock PM, Facebook live currently. Um, and it's, you know, for moms, by moms and about moms. And we just want you to tune in because we are just, we just want to empower you. We want to inspire you, encourage you, and give you some practical things you can do while mothering during the pandemic. And so it, please do it. Even if you're not a mom, you know, we, we give tips, I would say, for women. And, you know, also, you know, we've had people on there to talk about self-care and, um, you know, leaving a legacy and um, things of that nature. So please join us every two, Sunday, Facebook Live at 2 o'clock p.m., myself and Jacqueline Griffin. And the name of the show, one more time. Moms, we see you because we see you and you are not in this alone. All right. Making sure I put it here in the comments so people that do the replay, they can see it. Yes. And this is also going to be going out for those that don't like Facebook Live. Maybe they're a podcast person. I'm going to be pulling the audio off and loading it to my podcast, Journeys with Jones Harwell. And I appreciate you so much taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and have a conversation with me. To and never busy. I don't use the word busy. I use the word purposeful because busy is not productive. That's right. So purposeful. Right. Everything changing, is changing. purposeful. <laughs> changing the mindset. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Any last words you want to leave our audience? No, again, thank you and, and bless you for what you're doing and just try, you know, trying to reach people as well during this time. And I celebrate you and all of your success. But the only thing that I just want to encourage everyone with is Psalms 3124 in the message version. It just says, be brave, be strong, don't quit. Expect God to get here soon. And then Galatians, I parallel with that and says, let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap a harvest if you faint not. So continue to you know, walk in character, continue to walk in wisdom, walk in courage and walk in strength. Because let me just tell you, you got this because God has you. Thank you, Lisa. And if you're still here, go and live a purposeful life. Yes, ma'am. Indeed. Thank you, everybody. And Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank